Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You know, any win in baseball is a win, is a win, is a win. Home, away, doesn't matter. And frankly, it doesn't matter who you beat. You just got to keep winning series, right? But these last couple nights kind of showed me why the Rockies are the Rockies. <laughs> I mean, there are just some teams, man, that you don't want to lose to, shouldn't lose to, and ultimately, you don't lose to. And so this is two nights in a row the race came back. It took them 10 innings, should not have. Uh, we'll get into a really egregious bad call and replay. Um, but they came back and they win in 10, 6-5 over the Rockies. And that's their seventh walk-off win this season. Um, and, of course, they've won both these games in late-inning rallies. They had the nine-run eighth inning the other night, the grand slam um, from the uh, the rookie. Help me with his first name. It is Oslavis Basabe. Basabe, yeah. And he beat he beat them the first night. And then uh, uh, they were down, what, three in the ninth on Wednesday? About two. It was down 5-3 in the ninth. 5-3, uh, okay. And then Jose Suri and Lowe got back-to-back uh, singles with one out. They had, a, like, a double steal. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Pinto was up there hitting, and then um, then they walked. Ultimately, they walked Pinto. And who wouldn't you know? The MVP of the freaking team. This guy's been so solid. Um, he grounds a two-run single to tie the game. Yandy Diaz. Well, and it was you know that's the guy you want up there, and time Absolutely. and time again, it's he unreal. Keeps coming through. It's been it's been incredible to watch his season. Uh, you know, we talked last night. I mean, who would have thought a few years ago? when they got him from Cleveland, that he would be as important as he is as a third baseman the last few years and now moving back to first base this year. Right. And, I mean, the, the time he was on the injured list, they really struggled. They also oh, had yeah. a bad July. But, but you know, their offense, that's when it, it took a dip at the beginning of the season, or it was late May or whatever, is once he went on the I.L., that's when all of a sudden the offense started cooling off. Because you remember the first month, month and a half of the season, that offense was on fire. Oh, yeah. I mean, you well, know, they were hitting home runs right and left. Home runs, but it was consecutive hits and just, yeah, you know, we kept, saying, we kept saying how relentless that lineup was. Mm-hmm. He got hurt, and then it, it kind of started to dry up. It did. But, yep. you know, he has absolutely been the MVP of the, of the team. Oh, yeah. Um, been the most consistent player this year, probably. And, By far. And, you know, came through again. And then Isak Paredes should have won the game in the ninth. You sent me the uh, – so I, I, I had missed this play, and you sent me the replay of, of, of the replay. And, <laughs> I mean, okay, it's one thing, you know, if you're a first base umpire and you don't maybe have the best angle, mm-hmm. you, you can miss a bang-bang play or what you perceive to be a bang-bang play. But these days with, you know, this Zapruder-like, mm-hmm. you know, only much higher quality uh, replays that they have – there's no excuse for guys sitting in New York around a giant TV to screw this up, and they managed to screw this up. Yeah, I mean, now the umpires is you know behind the play, deep kind of in, you know behind first base, so he can't see. 
that the throw drew, you know pulled the first baseman off the back. He can't see possibly whether that yeah. foot's off the back yeah. from his angle. No I mean, way. It, was, it was only a couple inches, but it was off yeah. the back. But he couldn't yeah. see it from his angles. For for him to call the play out makes sense. Yeah. You know, because in you know, I don't know if he knew. You know, I, I don't think he could probably tell it was definitely on the bag, but it was close enough where at that point you're going to call it live. You're going to call it out because you don't know. Yeah, unless he sees it's off, he has mm-hmm. to assume that the foot is on there. Right. right. He doesn't know. Although the Rays' first base coach knew immediately. Oh, Pre- he Prieto waving. immediately said safe, and then waved <laughs> that it was. You know, he pulled him off the, the bag. So then, the, you know, the Rays challenge it. Bally's then shows two or three replays, and it's like, oh, yeah, done. Game over. Game over. Start throwing the Gatorade and dumping the bubble gum over their heads. Yeah, get Trisha Whitaker. Let's go. Yeah, let's let's go. And then they said call stands. It was like, what? <laughs> like Everybody back in the dugout. What is the Sweep point? up that Gatorade. <laughs> what is the point of replay if you're going to get it wrong? I don't know. Like, and like I, don't, I understand I don't... some calls are too close in the call stands. I get that. I mean, yeah, I mean there are things that happens, but it was egregious. Like that wasn't even close. Like there was clear space between his cleat mm-hmm. and the base. Both mm-hmm. are white, and dirt in the middle was brown. It was clear. And, and they've slowed it down and looked at it in New York and still got it wrong. It, Unreal. I have disliked replay in sports for ever. You have. You've hated it. I still hate it and still wish they'd get rid of it. They won't. No, they can't. But nights like tonight, it's like, what's the point? Well, there is no point if they're going to screw that up. But, I mean, unfortunately, you know, I – in the first place, the technology has gotten so good and, and, you know, the the ability to slow it down to the nanosecond. um, I don't don't even think replay was invented to – determine you know whether a guy's fingernail came off the bag when he was standing up after he stole second you know Mm -hmm. like that and and so we've already sort of been victimized by technology in that sense but now you can't put the genie back in the bottle because you know there the networks are still going to show the replay Mm -hmm. and if they did away with it you're going to realize you know there's major results being overturned as a result of bad plays and then, you know, Las Vegas gets involved and those guys don't want any kind of shenanigans going on or anything that would call into question the actual result of a game. But what if Colorado and, won the game tonight in extras? Would that well, have not overturned a game? No, and it's bad. Believe me, it's it's egregious. There's no excuse for it because you have the ability to correct. That's what replay is for, to correct calls like that. And clearly they could see um, that his foot was off the bag. So... Yeah, the wise guys would have every business coming after New York after that one, and I don't. And even so, even now, there was no guarantee the Rays were going to win that game, and they, the Rays kind of got Major League Baseball off the hook. I mean, what if this? What if this one game, right, was the difference between winning a division, um, getting a bye, and then hosting throughout the playoffs versus, you know, having to go somewhere against some great team? I mean, that's, you know, these races are really tight. And you can't have a call like that go against you that cost you a game at this stretch. So, you know, they're fortunate that they were able to come back and win, and that's what they've been able to do these last last couple nights after the Rockies took a five to two lead. Um, yeah, and by the way, in the in the ninth inning, and our, one of our frequent listeners, Casey, had tweeted me, mm-hmm. you know, Pete Fairbanks pitched his butt off that inning. 
in the tenth. He was dealing. And as Casey goes, he goes. I bet he was pissed that he even had to take the mound. <laughs> sure, he was because <laughs> he shouldn't have had to pitch that tenth inning. But man, he was dealing to send the uh, the Rays right back up there. You know, in a tie game in the bottom of the tenth, and Brendan Lau, first batter, hit Wasabi in. So you mentioned Parade. How about Parades? He played second the other night. He played made his first, his fifth career start at shortstop. Hit a tw- his twenty fifth home run. Mm-hmm. Uh, that got him to five to three. And uh, his last 21 games, I was reading Christy Ackert's story, five doubles, seven home runs, and 20 RBIs in his last 21 games. That's pretty And good. he leads the team yeah. with 79 RBIs. And 25 home runs now. Yeah. And Randy went yard as well. He got his 20th. I guess, Ray, I mean, Randy has an outside chance of, what, 25 or so? Well, it was funny because uh, I, I was listening to uh, Andy Freed and Neil Solon, so I was driving uh, home in the middle of the game this evening. And they were talking about his parades. Had just Wait, hit his uh, driving? You you went to the game? Was driving home in the middle? No, of no, 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 no. I was just driving around. I was actually oh, okay, driving gotcha. my son home from baseball. Like, Gee, you're not going to produce just the first yeah. five innings, huh? No, 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 no. I was driving my home, <laughs> my son home from baseball practice. We were listening. Gotcha, to the game. gotcha. And and they were talking about because Paredes had just gone yard to take the lead back from Siri, right? And how they've kind of been, you know, one hits one, and then either later yeah, that game or the next day the other one forth. hits one. Yeah. So, they were kind of hoping Siri would hit one, but they had, they had asked Kevin Cash about it, about you know how Paredes and, and Siri are going back and forth, and if it's good in the locker room. And he says, "Oh, it's great." He goes, "But he goes, Randy Rosarina still thinks he's going to win the home run title for this team." <laughs> <laughs> well, he better get busy. He's got twenty, but he better get busy. So it's it's a three way race in the in the locker room at least. I mean, <laughs> yeah, in Randy's mind anyway. Although we know he's capable of going on one of those tears, right? Yes, he is. Um, but yeah, uh, listen, good for them with all the water stress swirling around and they took down all the man's pictures and all of that. I know you're playing the Rockies, you got the homestand, but they're trying to win what would be what their third straight series. I think, I mean, they're starting to, well, they did to win stack them by winning bit. the game tonight. So, oh, they did win it. You're right. Cause it's two games in a row. Yep. So, um, how'd the Orioles do any luck they there? Won or tonight. No? no, they won big tonight. Oh, okay. So. It was still two, two game deficit there. Yep. Um, and the Yankees actually won. So, you know. <laughs> the Yankees win. So, it was probably really loud with Sterling today. We, we didn't. We were going to discuss it last night, and just never got to it. So before tonight's win, they lost nine games in a row, nine straight, babe. Yeah, for the first time since 1982. Yeesh. They've had 19 straight. 82. That had to be like that's post Reggie Jackson, right? Yeah, I can't remember, remember who the manager Reggie was. Reggie was like 78. Is that is there was a time there where they were kind of bad in between. Yeah, I mean, those were some that bad and the Jeter years, right? So um but wow, they, that's a long time. They had had 19 win streaks of 9 games or more since that losing streak. 19 of 9 and more and here they are yeah. lost 9 and wow. And I think Clyde King was the manager during that 9 game losing streak. Clyde King. <laughs> I remember Clyde King. Um I was in, uh, I was at MetLife Stadium. I just pulled in on Saturday. I went over there kind of early, a little too early, but so I was able to. I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to get out of my car yet. I'm just sit here. And they had the Yankee post game. And Yankees they got hammered that day. They only had two hits, and they lit up Garrett Cole. Um, and it was the Red Sox of all of all teams. And I think they were at home too. I think it was at Yankee Stadium. And uh, so they go to the post game show. You know, it's just uh, they they play the replays, and the only run they got 
Uh, they only had two hits, but one of them was a home run by Aaron Judge. And they go, and in the sixth inning, Aaron Judge came up. And then you hear John Sterling, there's a drive. Men is high. Men is far. It is gone. And he does this whole hokey thing. Like, there comes the judge. And I'm thinking, there goes the first hit of the game, man. You know? Like, calm down. And he was like, and he was like oh, and they only got one more hit after that. You know? Yeah, okay. <laughs> two hits and one home run. So you said Aaron Judge did what on on uh, Wednesday night? He had three home runs. I think he must have been ticked off. Whoa! Nine straight. How about that? He's still great. Um, but yeah. So I, hey, listen. I I don't. I think Booney's going to get a copy of the home game after this third prize or whatever they would say on the radio. Well, I know Brian Cashman spoke to the media either Tuesday or Wednesday, and was basically mm, not happy. I got no answers. Like. It's embarrassing. He said it was a disaster. He said it was awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, I got nothing to do. To f- I have nothing to fix. I, I don't have any answers to fix it. Doesn't it feel like they're just like let's let this let's let this run its course, and then we'll we'll be well within our means to to blow out Booney and anybody else we want to, and bring in a whole new regime. Well, I think before the nine game losing streak, I mean they were in last, but they were still a couple games above five hundred, and yeah. Yeah. You know, now you're looking at I mean they're four games above five or below five hundred now that they won tonight. Right. And they're what, seventeen games out behind Baltimore? Wow. Nine and a half games out of the wild card and have lots of teams to jump to get there. Yeah, they're staying home this year, man. They ain't gonna be in the postseason. Neither New York team will be. Which is kind you know, of the Mets are I mean, those are the two most expensive teams of all time. <laughs> the Mets this year and then the Yankees this year. I know. And neither one has a winning record. Hey, man, it's not about the money. If you could buy a championship, then, you know, although the Dodgers do a pretty good job of that every year. Mm-hmm. So money does matter in the, in that sport, especially well, with the uh, no, no salary cap. Yeah, yeah, spend it correctly, obviously. What did I see? I saw, I saw a tweet the other day, and I wish I could remember who did it, that the Yankees have paid Giancarlo Stanton $58 million for the times he's been hurt on the injured oh, list. Oh, wow. On the IL and stuff? Yeah, the amount of games he's missed. If you, you take his contract and divide it per game, the amount of That's games crazy. he's spent on the IL, he's been paid like $58 million Dang. just for his IL time. Wow. It's good work if you can get it, man. I'm not mad at him, but yeah. That's that's a lot to not have a guy in the lineup to pay that much money. That's incredible. By the way, we did uh, get a raise bailback question. We can we can. Uh, oh, let's hit that up now. Then since yeah, Sean in Georgia race. emailed you actually. Okay. He says, "Hey guys, guys, is it possible the culture of the race clubhouse is actually better without Wander Franco? I know it's impossible to replace his talent, but if there's only room in the clubhouse for one superstar, I'd personally prefer it be the one who dates women over eighteen, allegedly." All right. Well. I won't dignify the last comment, but I think we're we we would all prefer that. Um, no, you're not a better team. The clubhouse. I mean, listen, the 25 guys don't get along all the time anywhere. Um, but I have said this, and it's been proven to be true that that there has always been something between a Rosarena and Wander. And I don't know if it's just the the general feeling that you know maybe this little town isn't big enough for two superstars and it might be a little bit of that 
Um, you don't know what the arguments are about and things, but I'm be, I've been proud of the Rays in this standpoint is that they don't care. Like, I mean, he's a teammate, and there's a lot of guys that probably like him, and they they know they're a better ball club with him than without. But there's probably, you know, there's just as many guys that are probably like, okay, well, it's an opportunity for somebody else. We know that. They're not going to be Wander Franco. But by the same token, it, it, it's always, you know, okay, so it's not just him. Let's prove it. Let's go out and just, you know, Randy or whoever it is, the different night, and just just keep showing that one guy is not the team. Um, you do kind of rally around. You know, if he had been hurt, it would be the same thing, really. And you're not just going to go in a jar because one guy's out. But this is their livelihood. This is how they, they make their money, um, you know, you can't sulk about things like this. And, and you know what? They've, they've done a nice job. I mean, they've managed to get, you know, turn, turn around and start winning series and staying within a couple games of the Orioles, and that's what you need to do. And if they get them back, they get them back. Um, but there was always something in that clubhouse, you know. And, I mean, they sat at Rosarena a couple times. I mean, don't forget this now. No one really leaped to his defense. I mean, they're all like, well, he's a great teammate. We want to help him, blah, blah, blah. But when they suspended him, or sat him down as the Rays did for a couple games for not being a good teammate, throwing bats, all that stuff. Like that, that was real. You know what I mean? Like guys were annoyed by that and, and not that the suspension, but that they that had to do it um, because he was being that big of a pain. So I'm sure there's probably a few guys in that clubhouse that are like, well, good riddance. You know what I mean? Like, but this isn't going to slow us down. Um, you'd almost in some ways be more motivated to prove that it wasn't just one guy, you know, that that's winning all those games. It, there, there's an element of that, by the way, with the Bucks this year. And and I can't, it's not anti-Tom, believe me. They love Tom Brady. They love Tom Brady. But there's, a, there's got, you know, Tom got way too much credit and probably way too much blame, but way too much credit. And I'm not saying they would have won another, a Super Bowl without him, but there's a lot of guys that, have played really, really well, and they had a good team, and they still have those pieces here. And there are some, I think, on that football team that are kind of like, well, good. You know, he's retired. Now we can now we can put the chip on our shoulder and prove to people that we weren't just Tom Brady. And that's a real thing over there. So, you know, you wonder if that's not true with Wander Franco. It's like, hey, okay, so we lost him. But you know what? We got good players. Like, this is going to stop us, man. We'll just, if anything, it's going to motivate us to – to go out and prove we're not a one-man team. It's that us-against-the-world mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no one gives us a chance. No one gives us any any credit, um, and we're going to show them. And, and mm-hmm. you know, motivation in sports is, is so important. Whether it's, you know, we always talk about locker room material or, you know, lo- you know bulletin board material in the bulletin locker board, room yeah. and stuff. You know, I mean, how many things did Michael Jordan invent for him to have a chip on his shoulder to? Absolutely. Tiger to, Woods to, does the same mm-hmm. thing. You know, they all all the yeah. great ones. Tom do. Brady still talks about being 199. He won seven Heck Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that the best athletes, you know, that little mental edge, that motivation, that that reason to do one more rep, to do one more mm-hmm. one one more play, to watch one more piece of film, to what you know, to not eat that extra cookie or dessert or wh- whatever, whatever it is that that extra push, that extra mental motivation, can be very powerful. 
And, and, and if you have a whole team kind of buying into that, it, it, it can be powerful. Now, you still got to have the talent ultimately to win, so we'll see. But but if it if it helps bring the team together, it helps, you know, focus a little more, et cetera, then, I mean, you never know. I mean, that's, you know, the Rays for years have kind of had that mentality. We're not the most, you know, we don't have the biggest payroll. We don't have this that, you know, but but we're still good. Now, they haven't got the ultimate prize yet. They're hoping to, you know, yeah. but yeah, is it true for the Bucks in, in the Rays right now? I mean, look, they, not only have they lost Wander Franco, they've lost Shane McClanahan. Oh yeah, how many people in baseball are now are, are not, not necessarily writing them off, but going, well, they're not the favorites anymore. Oh, they're writing them off. Yeah, <laughs> I sure you they are. <laughs> you know, I think I, I saw a confidence poll the other day. I don't know if it's MLB dot com or somewhere, and they weren't in the top ten. The Rays were not. They had the Toronto Blue Jays ahead of them, Yikes. which is interesting. Yeah. So no, I think I think they're kind of I think they're kind of down on the Rays, but I mean, the Blue Jays the aren't Rays, even in the playoffs if it started today. I know that's my point. I mean, they're only game out, but but they're not the Blue in. Jays were the Blue Jays are like nine or ten out of ten. It was like the Rays weren't even in it. So I don't know. The people jumping, breaking their ankles, jumping off the bandwagon. I mean, how many people in twenty twenty thought the Rays would go to the World Series? My hand it, was a short, it was a shortened season. And they did really well that whole year, but yeah, forty and twenty or whatever. Yeah, not but, me. And and they did it with basically one bat in the postseason. I thought that team was far worse than the one they have now. Mm-hmm. Now the pitching might have been better, you know, with Snell and Morton and all those guys, but um, but given all the injuries, especially, but yeah, no, I didn't. I mean, nobody knew Randy Rosarena was going to hit ten home runs in the playoffs. <laughs> You yeah, know. but he was basically the only bat that showed up. I know. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> that was why they, they didn't get out of game six or whatever. Um, but, yeah, they uh, – hey, man, they're, they're kind of right back in it, you know. they're they're and, and I'm sure there are guys, there probably are guys that are like, you know, yeah, we don't have to talk about them anymore, you know, because you remember the disciplinary action and the not hustling or this or that. And and they're constantly answering questions, wonder, wonder, wonder. They're probably like, good, you know? Like, And I don't mean, again, they recognize it's going to hurt their team and they may or may not have an opinion about why he's, you know, not out there now. But um, none of it's all kind of yucky, really. And for them to go ahead and keep winning, it's good for them, man. I mean, shoot, you can't beat that. All right, we'll talk a little Buccaneer football here in just a second. But first, I want to remind you guys that you know this. It's already hurricane season. They're lining up there like the airplanes at LaGuardia out in the Caribbean. But the good news for you is that you can keep the power on without breaking the bank, and that's with solar battery backup power. There's no fuel cost to run it, no loud generator noise, no annual maintenance cost. And May Electric Solar, our sponsors, offers you a 15-year warranty on their solar battery backup plus Solar battery backup saves you hundreds of dollars each and every month. If you lose power, a generator can cost over $2,000 a week just to run. Solar battery systems qualify for a 30% tax credit for the new systems or for adding a battery to your existing Enphase solar system. Trust the pros in solar. To learn more about all of this, call May Electric Solar uh, and about their battery backup, or to get started at 727-819-2862, or you can visit mayelectricsolar.com. All right, it was the day after the big announcement, and 
it was the first day, I guess you would say, Baker Mayfield spent as the Bucks' new starting quarterback. They were uh, back at sort of working off cards and scout squad teams and stuff like that to prepare for Saturday's game against the Ravens, the final preseason game at Ravens James Stadium. And you know what? Baker had a good day. I was I was watching him closely, watching him throw. He had this unbelievable wheel route uh, down the down the uh, sideline one time to Rashad White. Uh, he hit Mike Evans on a bunch of digs and different different. He hit Chris Godwin deep. Like it was a good day for Baker. And um, you know, and 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 that's now they can go forward as a team and kind of stack these. And I think you know. Not it was never really going to be maybe a surprise to his teammates or whatnot that he won the starting job, um, but I talked to uh, to Chris Godwin about this a little bit, um, you know, after practice, and he said, "Look, it just allows us to focus in a little bit more. You know, we can have deeper conversations with things like, you know, what do you like, what don't you like, what does he like, how's he seeing things, um, and that can be with any starter." But at least now you have a little clarity and you know that that starter is Baker Mayfield. And, um, you know, a lot of them, in, you know, Godwin said, you know, he was kind of cool watching them go back and forth in camp and that uh, all of them think that Kyle Trask has improved just a whole ton, which he has, uh, but not not good enough to to win the starting job over Mayfield. And, you know, I I think, I think for May we talked about this the other day. I think for Mayfield's part, it's just like let's let's now I can take control of this team, you know, this offense, this this huddle, um, and be that guy and that face that they're going to be looking at uh, at least to start the season and maybe beyond. But I think that's important for a quarterback. And and uh, and you know we've heard Mike Evans say they wanted to get this over with. We've heard other players say it. Um, Chris Godwin said that you know it's, it's great that he's. They've already made this decision, and that uh, you know he's he's you know he's got a little he's got uber competitiveness to him, and Godwin made mention of that too. That you know this guy really likes to compete, and uh, so they're excited to play. They're excited to see what they got, and I think they're excited about Saturday night when if anybody's going to play that hasn't played, it's going to be Saturday. It's so weird to me that like. The NFL got rid of one preseason game, not four, not three, not two. They got rid of one, and everything changed. All of a sudden, every coach, it seems, and around the league, and as a copycat league said, no, 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 we're not playing anybody the first two weeks. Go schedule us a joint workout somewhere where we can't get our quarterback hit, and we'll visit. And then you get to the third week, and it's like, okay, here we go. You know, and you put your starters out there, and as soon as they show any kind of progress or go more than three and out, it's like, all right, get them out, get them out now. And so that's kind of what preseason has become. So we're going to see Baker Mayfield start that game on Saturday against the Ravens. And, he'll, and, and if things go well, maybe he comes out sooner than later. Or if they don't get, you know, uh, have a chance to, to sustain, sustain a drive somewhere, maybe he's in there a little longer. Um, but this is going to be him with the starting offensive line with Evans and Godwin. You know, Chris says that he's looking forward to playing. Uh, last year he didn't get to play until they got to Dallas for the season opener, if you recall. So this is this is big for him. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be. It's, it, it, you you can start to see them putting the pieces together and 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 pivoting now from away from this competition, and and now it's all about Minnesota. It's all about preparing for that first game, um, and that's what they've started to do in practice. So. 
Um, to a man, I think though that they're they're happy about it. Here's an interesting stat, and I'll, I'll just leave it leave it with this. So, how many? How about this? There are six, he's now the sixth week one starting quarterback for three different teams in as many years. In other words, see if you can name any of these, Steve. So, you had to have started for three different teams week one, okay, in three years. Three different years. I actually so one, saw this list the other day. So did I know, you see? It? I know some of them. I, I don't okay. remember them all. Uh, okay. I remember the first one. Okay. And you know why I remember that? Who you got? Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> da, that's da, why it da, stood da, out to da, me. Da, 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 ninety-seven through ninety-nine. Uh, Jim Harbaugh played for the Colts. Remember, he was a Hail Mary away that should have been caught from the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Colts, the Ravens, which I don't remember, and the Chargers, where I clearly don't remember. So he played for those three teams. Um, the other ones in, in reverse, in the most recent to to going back all the way to Harbaugh, it starts with Carson Wentz, 20 to 22. Mm-hmm. He was with the Eagles, of course, and then they got rid of him And uh, when Jalen Hurts got there. Uh, a year later, and then they, he was with the Colts for a very brief time. And then the Commanders last year, some. Donovan McNabb, uh, the longtime Eagles quarterback, 09 to 11. The Eagles, of course, where he spent all those years, went to Washington for one season and then finished up with the Vikings. So three years, three starting jobs, three different teams. You forget. Now, here's some Hall of Famers because I, this list is pretty impressive. Two Hall of Famers, Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Of course, went from the Packers, got traded to the Jets, and then got out of there and went to the Vikings. Yep, Kurt Warner with the uh, with the Rams, you know, and uh, and all of that that went on uh, the greatest show on turf. Then he ended up in, with the Giants, and it just bombed. But he started Week One with the New York Giants um, in 2004, and then wound up, of course, with the Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals. that went to a Super Bowl, um, and so that that was his three, and then of course. You mentioned Harbaugh, Colts, Ravens, and Chargers. But isn't that interesting? There's only been five other players up to this point, and this is since, uh, I think, 1950-something maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no, only one, been that. no one's ever done it four, four different teams, four straight years. Four straight years, right. Right. Because I think if it doesn't work out after three, you're probably a backup. You're probably not going to get that <laughs> week one start. You're going to get that week 17 start or 16 start or whatever. Um so it's still remarkable given that, you know, Mayfield went from number one pick of the Browns and then traded to Carolina before the start of training camp and then, um, you know, ends up with the Rams and then now he's back um, with Tampa Bay. And, and, and he will be a free agent, Mayfield will, in, unless in, until or unless they sign him to some extension. But they really, you know, just wanted to do a one-year deal because I think both sides wanted to see how he did. Uh, and if he does well, then you would think there would be an eagerness for him to come back and play with these guys again, but um, but it really right now it's it's just just a one year deal. And you know the thing that Godwin said that he loves about about Mayfield is just how competitive he is, and everybody talks about that, right? He'll just fight you, and and they like that about him. And and then he he felt Godwin felt that could rub off on on some of their guys too. You know that that attitude, um, sort of never say die, and you know go out there. and, and get it done. I mean, think I think they'll follow. We know he's he's a great leader uh, off the field. Guys follow him around all over town and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's, I think they're very. They knew he was the best quarterback. I think it's safe to say. 
and they're really looking forward to seeing what he can do, um, you know, with all of them out there, all the starters out there. But unfortunately, he's not going to have many reps until until they get to uh, to Minnesota. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. All right, the Rays will see if they can uh, sweep the Colorado Rockies in a little businessman special they got going on at the Trop today and then the Bucks continue their preparations for their final preseason game. We're at preseason game number three. There'll be a week uh, of practice and, and, and then there's some cuts after that and then we'll be uh, almost ready to the week leading up to the Minnesota Vikings game at Minnesota September 10th. So we're not that far away um, but they'll be back at it again today and uh, I will be out there as well to tell you who's practicing who's not. So check it out on Tampa Bay Times and on Tampa Bay Dot com. Thanks for listening, everybody. For Steve Burstick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day.